0: One out of three ain't bad. Is that the procrastinating meatloaf song? Yeah. <laughs> the se- the sequel to I'll get around to it eventually. <laughs> trying to think of a s- yeah trying to think of a meatloaf
1: punch tr- No, I was just trying to think of meatloaf meatloaf songs. Who was I to Oh, we, we, we had Meatloaf on in the car the other day when we were driving up to um Southwold and I was my cousin was in the back and um, he was like he said have you ever had meatloaf as in the food and I was like yeah he goes what's it like and all I could reply (laughs) even though it just sounded like a massive dickhead was like it's kind of like meat the loaf shape
0: (laughs) (laughs) you guys are making a podcast for this. So welcome to the podcast nobody asked for with me Ian Harries and me Graham Jones and this is the podcast where we argue about our top three list of a topic that nobody asked us to talk about and this week we are figuring out our top three
1: fictional nations that could win a world cup. The world cup is underway <laughs> I think based on when this comes out. I, I think, think it so.
0: started four days ago.
1: Yeah so it starts on the 26th right? Yes yes no? something like maybe. that but anyway there's a world cup on and it's weird because it's not summer and also it's weird because it's in a terrible nation with ter- horrendous human rights abuses yes uh we will we will be addressing
0: this fact head on because it is <laughs> it is com- complete bullshit and i don't even I, I i can also say it like i i know i don't want to say hypocrisy but there is like a built-in awkwardness around it of a lot of people acknowledge that it is completely fucked up, but a lot of people are still going to be watching it because it's the World Cup. Well, I I don't have that part because I'm not going to watch it anyway, which also yeah. means me not watching it isn't the stance it could be. <laughs>
1: this is also very true. It, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a very... I could pretend it is. You could, yeah. Well, Wales are in it as well, aren't they? Yes, yes. Yeah. But before
0: this World Cup, the last time Wales were in the World Cup, was closer to the first ever modern Olympic Games than it is today. <laughs> That's quite impressive. Which I think was 58. Nice. Which is still more recent than the last time Wales beat New Zealand at rugby.
1: Yeah. Maybe you guys need to start doing some, um, some PEDs or something. Maybe. I still like, I like the idea of, I think, every major sports
0: competition, every major sports competition Needs to have like a, a like a, I, I was going to say parallel tournament, but that's exactly what the Paralympics are. So like a tournament running alongside it where PEDs are allowed. So performance enhancing drugs are allowed. Just to make it fun. Yeah, because like I, like the 100 meters, for example, like yeah. I, 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 it is always interesting to watch. It takes 10 seconds of our time, but I want to see just how fast someone can run the 100 metres or throw a javelin or seven and a half foot giant muscle mountains playing football. Like, on the other side of that, I also think every, especially with athletics, you need to have like an average competitor in each one just to see just how good everyone actually is.
1: Yeah, so just, yeah, Mr. Average.
0: Yeah, because watching, like, the person who comes like tenth in like the hundred meters final, which might not even be pe- as many people in the race, so it might be eight. But whoever comes last is still in the top ten fastest people on the planet.
1: Yeah, but they look shit. Yeah, this this is very true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you need to like um, Mario Kart ghost it or something, just with the mis- Mr. Average running. on Yes, outside.
0: yeah, like they do with the combine. Where they have yeah. the uh, that reporter who does the forty yard dash every year,
1: Rich Eisen. Yes. Yeah.
0: And then superimpose that on the actual athletes
1: doing it. Fuck. Wait, maybe we just have R- Rich Eisen is just for every sport. He's he's the uh, he's the average guy. Done. So if you're listening, Rich, we have a new job for you. Rich Eisen, doing the poll vote, poll poll vote poll vote. Why can't I say vote? whole volt whole volt you're saying it right yeah you've it just now says it. Sounds... you've <laughs> now said it
0: too many times
1: it's like when you say elbow lots and um well if it... you say anything chair yeah, is chair. one that always gets me
0: if you yeah. say chair and just think of the word chair it just it it's what that's a weird thing to say but yeah football football's a thing football. it's a sport yeah,
1: it is it's a go- um, team yeah it's also uh, you, do you know where the last world cup was held <laughs> no
0: <laughs> i know that only my foot my world cup knowledge uh is generally based entirely on fifa 98 which i think was called road to the world cup
1: road to the world cup do you know where that was held
0: that was france that was france and to- france won uh
1: yes i believe they did yeah so the last world cup um because obviously it's such a shock that we're in Playing a World Cup in such a... An oh, a yes. No,
0: I, I, I do know where it, yeah, was. it Ru- was. It was Russia, Russia, wasn't it? It was yeah. Russia, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um and there was the guy who did the... I forget his name. He's done a few of these kind of like comedy stunts where he went, he turned up in front of Sepp Blatter and threw a load of cash at him and said that um it was the North Korea's bid for World Cup 2026. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, it is
0: just shamelessly corrupt isn't it
1: yeah and then you've got like David Beckham has done these adverts for the World Cup in Qatar and basically it's not even the World Cup in Qatar so much as it's like visit Qatar and he's just saying how it's such a perfect place and all of this and I think he got paid 15 million dollars to do it it it, it is to get to get a lot more serious
0: than this podcast probably has before it is actually vile like yeah. it is it is disgusting because you also now have like I'm going to be paraphrasing for effect here because I don't really want to accurately quote the Tories, but there was a there was a MP who basically said, "When you're there, be less gay." Yeah. Like tone, like tone, or tone it down,
1: or yeah, it was it was not a very good way of phrasing phrasing things.
0: Yeah, it's just like there's a, there's a lot of like I I know a lot there are, there are. We live in a society where there are a lot of different beliefs and ways of doing things and things like that. But I, there's a couple of hard lines, right? Like, there, there's, there's different opinions on, uh, like, economic policy or, like, religion stuff or things like that. And then there is just basic human rights. <laughs> Like there are some things there isn't actually an opinion on.
1: Well, I, th- I think this is the issue. And then, like, there's been a lot with Qatar with like all of the people that died building the stadiums and all of this kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. And also the weird thing is, is actually Qatar is not Qatar is not a like I think it's great play the World Cup all over the world because it should be right. It shouldn't just be the big foot like the the winning footballing nations that host it. Completely agree with that. Yeah, Yeah. But. Qatar doesn't have like a rich kind of football history. I think they only had a, a team that entered into international tournaments fairly recently. It's not a good climate for people to play football in. Hence, why they're playing it in the winter mm. because it gets as hot as fifty degrees in the summer. Like it, it just comes down to money, corruption, and like the whole sports washing thing, which but is that's,
0: that's the thing. Like every every aspect of this, if that was the only thing wrong with it, it's still a bad choice. So if it yeah. was only the the climate and playing it in the winter, that means it's not a good place to do it. If it was only the rampant homophobia, uh, rampant government-endorsed homophobia, it's yeah. not, should be hosting the World Cup. If it was just the the migrant workers issue, should be hosting the World Cup. If it was just the fact they paid for it, <laughs> they shouldn't be hosting the World Cup. But they did, uh, like, um, Even outside of, obviously, Russia. Everyone knows all the shit going on with that. But even Brazil was a sports-washing thing, right? Because wasn't it the president at the time was embroiled in a shitload of scandal? So it was just like, let's get the World Cup here. Yeah. And then you've got some, like, awful photos taken from, like, favelas of people struggling to feed themselves of these giant multi-million dollar stadiums being built, like, 200 metres away. Yeah,
1: and this is the other thing, is that, like... We'll get onto the laughs soon, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and sorry, just to correct myself, it was 1970 Qatar played their first game. So it's not yeah. as recent, but still they're not like a you know, it's not something like where it's as ingrained in the um, in the culture as like maybe an Argentina or, or a, uh, other you know, other other footballing nations around the world. Um but yeah, that's also not the not the worst thing about it, all. but it's um it's it's something that happens. It's happening quite frequently, right? You've got uh, Saudi Arabia are big into it with um, F one wrestling as well. Um, it's it's this whole It is. it's like sports washing is the is the term.
0: Yeah, because there was because the the wrestling one is like crown jewel or something like that, and yeah, it is so fucking weird. And then um, the when the F one started there, women actually legally wouldn't have been able to drive there.
1: Yeah. Well, even even the most recent F one race there was the um, the rocket attack on the petrol refinery that was like three miles from the racetrack or something ridiculous.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, and they carried on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which, which again is
0: insane. Yeah, but it's just like it, it, it's. It is the downside of the power of sport, right? It's yeah. It does allow people to completely skirt over it, and it also means that you now have a lot of like hypocritical shit happening, of like the whole BrewDog thing, of BrewDog both taking a stance against Qatar while also signing an agreement to sell beer at Qatar hotels.
1: Yeah, though they are. They've like doubled down on it and saying all of the revenue is going to charity, right? But it feels like that happened because they got found out rather than <laughs> that was yeah, the intention. Yeah,
0: exactly. That there should you shouldn't have to caveat charity and political stances. Like it's yeah, it is just fucking insane. There's a great um, uh, I was about to say day to day, but it's not. It's last week tonight. The John Oliver one. Oh yeah. Um, he covered fifa in the world cup literally i think three odd years ago Mm. um and talks about qatar and things like that and yeah it kind of hits the nail on the head um it's royally fucked up
1: yeah um I, i i agree also for some reason i can't get my out of my head from you just saying qatar just then my brain has said, "Oh, Qatar! That sounds like Qatar." Oh, you could have a game called Qatar Hero, and, and then I, I wasn't sure what you would do in it. But yeah, anyway, obviously, um, you know, you haven't you haven't accidentally tuned into the rest of his politics. Um. Yeah, yeah, e-
0: exactly. <laughs> so to, to to make things uh, lighter, I have a list of fictional places that I think could host a World Cup. Okay, and, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Yep. Um, okay, so number one on my list mm. is. Empire-controlled Coruscant.
1: Okay. Yep. Why? Why empire-controlled?
0: Um, because uh, I I'm assuming it would be royally corrupt, and they're an evil organization that run uh everything.
1: Ah, nice. Yep. So, uh, not too dissimilar to what what's going on now then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Also on my list, Corto Maltese from the Suicide Squad. Nice. The uh the America-hating dictator-led island that unleashes a giant starfish
1: would the starfish be the obvious like cartoony um oh yeah yeah cup? of
0: course yeah i've also got the and this one this one is going to be a lot harder to brand because i think the world cup could also possibly be hosted in the unnamed country from the top gun movies <laughs> so definitely not russia 2026 yeah uh the island from lord of the flies yeah, and the Republic of Gilead from The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> um, so all of all of these from kind of prior World Cup history, I think are are prime
1: possible locations for a future tournament. They're in with a shot. I guess it depends how much uh, how much money that they've got to throw at uh, FIFA.
0: Well, I mean, that's like really, if we're honest with ourselves, that's that's what sport comes down to. Yeah. So for, uh, let, let, all right, so not ignoring because again we shouldn't ignore all of this shit, but putting all of that shit to one side to comment mm. on later. You looking forward to it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think I probably will enjoy it when it's on. I I have a weird relationship with international football, uh, in that I don't care all that much for it, and I think we've spoken about this at length before. But like the relationship with club and international football and mm. rugby seems to kind of be inverse. Oh, yeah, yeah. To a degree. So I, yeah, I mean, I've seen... I saw England play in a friendly or a qualifier early this year. It's the first time I've seen the, the national team play. I saw that at Wembley. Again, it was fine. I just don't think players care enough Yeah, at a national level because they don't get paid at a national level. At all. I th- they might get some... I mean, it's minimal compared to what yeah. their wages actually oh, are. He- yeah, of course, yeah. When they're making, you know, hundreds of thousands of pounds a week. So, yeah, I think that that's just not... It's, it's... Yeah, it's never... I mean, it's been like the the Euros was fun because we kind of looked like we were going to maybe do something in it. But, yeah, I'm much more... Like if you were to say, choose between seeing Watford win the Premier League or England win the World Cup, I'd choose Watford ten times out of ten.
0: Yeah, and then with the with the rugby flip of that, I would have Wales win the World Cup over anything the Scarlets could do. <laughs> so I'm not even sure with their current performance, I'm not even sure legally Scarlets are a rugby team. <laughs> is it that bad? Oh, it is. Uh, it's not. Not nice. It's not it's not going well for us. The kind of uh the kind of thing where uh the phrase plucky keeps getting talked about. Okay. And I fucking hate when that happens. They the, the plucky team put in a hearty performance but ultimately were considerably beaten.
1: Yeah. But hey. Who's the favorites? Um that's a very good question actually. Um let's have a look. Cuz again like and for the for- New
0: listeners to the podcast drawn here by our political satire and uh, political discussions of this episode uh, may not know that I do not give a flying fuck about football to the point where I don't think people sometimes fully appreciate it.
1: Because I I think Um, some
0: like some some people who are into football can't comprehend that someone might not be interested at all. They just think they aren't that interested.
1: Yeah, I think I've I've always had the weird because I find it weird people who like like with the NFL, like the NFL but don't support a team. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe I just need that. I mean this was I we had a, a, a discussion the other day about the the weird societal constructs that uh enable things like sport and supporting. We won't get into the detail of um now we're on to the, the...
0: philosophy section of what <laughs> <makes up> <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly philosophy and um you know social sciences but um anyway back to your original question uh brazil are apparently the uh favorites then argentina and then england cool. um so so we've we've cycled back round to the
0: countries that were good when i had a working knowledge of football in the late
1: 90s yeah <laughs> although england were never like oh apart from apart from
0: england but Everyone always thought they were better than they were, which is generally a thing across the board.
1: It's interesting with England they genuinely had like if you look at the um early two thousands, like the players that they had were genuinely some of the best in the world. They just didn't come together and perform as a team. And that probably goes back to some of the things I was saying earlier about international football. You know, they don't spend a lot of time together, they have like maybe a couple of weeks a year. There's back then as well, there was so much like rivalry between the players who were in different teams that were doing well in the Premier League. Yeah. When I think they've kind of got rid of that a bit, um, which has helped and why England are doing better. But yeah, I mean, that that team of like, they, it, it always felt like a massive missed opportunity for, you know, when you've got Beckham, skulls gerard lampard like it was a hell of a hell of a team and you would think now actually outside of like harry kane we probably didn't have a goal scorer as good as harry kane back then but like is the team now really if you put them up like side by side if you could do like a generational england uh match you would think that the team from the early 2000s would win probably yeah. nine times out of ten.
0: Yeah, it's always an it's it's always an interesting thing kind of like the importance of like coaching and stuff like that. I was talking to someone about coaching the other day actually of um I can't remember I'm I'm assuming it was the socially distant sports bar because that's generally where I get all of my sporting information from now. We're talking about how some of the best coaches are people who have played the sport at like quite a high level but not necessarily excelled at it. Mhm. Because then you, they have, they've had to try a lot harder than people who might be like, just naturally gifted kinds of thing. Yeah. Um. Which means generally their working knowledge is better of it. They also have the experience of it, and they've also had to kind of like learn stuff. Because I remember hearing something. So I think it was when. Did Hoddle coach England? Yeah. See. This is the random shit that I know. Because um, <laughs> apparently he was trying to, he was talking through like free kicks or something. Um, I think it was him. And he couldn't understand why somebody couldn't do something. Because to him, it was easy. Yeah. Which then is sometimes, I think, difficult to go from, well, you just do it. To actually teaching somebody. And yeah. And talking the, someone the through steps, doing things.
1: The steps involved.
0: Because it's it's definitely a thing in rugby it seems to be a thing in um, American football to an extent. Yeah. Cause, yeah. It's just, it's just, I just, I find it very interesting. Because um, obviously Southgate was, he was, I know he was national team for a while, but he was never renowned as being like the best or anything like that.
1: Right. Well, if anything, so he was the guy that missed the penalty at Euro 96. Yeah. So he was, he was always a bit of a, pariah from the yeah. national team because we should have gone on further he missed the penalty like similar to stuart pierce in the, the previous tournament so he um yeah he always i guess he probably fits that mold quite well i don't even think he necessarily had any major honors um as a yeah. club player possibly i may be wrong there but um... i mean
0: because you'd always yeah I-, I would much rather take I'm trying to phrase this without it just sounding stupid, but generally when you talk about sport, you sound stupid. I'd much rather take a team than eleven individuals, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I think a a, a team of like solid above-average players probably in the long term will perform better than a team like a group of better players who aren't gelling together. Like you'll always get the and football. I I I, I mean football's kind of a lot better for it with in terms of kind of like upsets and things like that saying that argentina just beat england at rugby this weekend but football you do have the small like it's easier for a small nation i think to go on a run out of like absolutely fucking nowhere
1: yeah well, there was um yeah a few years back like senegal had an amazing world cup and yeah you know weren't necessarily expected to do much and just uh were fantastic and also you have like you know teams that reach like we got beat 6-0 in the FA Cup final but we got to the FA Cup final as a team that were kind of middle to lower premier league so yeah. you know it's it can it can be done it's one of those like you know any given i know the the it's the NFL phrase isn't it any given sunday but like yeah. th- i think it's true yeah any given day the right team can can cause an upset yeah definitely and i think obviously kind of the margins in football are a lot lower
0: as well i think so it's a lot yeah. easier for those upsets to... like. You get upsets in every sport, but I think when it's like that... And boxing is obviously kind of, I think, another one where massive upsets can happen because it just takes one fucking good punch and anyone yeah. can kind of hit the floor.
1: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. The thing with football as well is you've got so many parallel tournaments going on as well at a club level. So like there was one year that Wigan um, both got relegated from the Premier League but also won the FA Cup. Really? Yeah. That's fucking wild.
0: (laughs) I know there was a talk. This is now just Ian's random football facts. Yeah. Um, Hungary arguably has has had one of the, I think it was Hungary, had one of the best football teams ever at a national level. Mm. They were like unstoppable. I think in like a six year period, they only got beaten like once. Okay. But that once was a World Cup final.
1: Yeah, that's when you don't want to. It's the opposite yeah. of uh, fantasy football, where you like, only need to lo- win one game to avoid uh, to avoid the forfeit. Yeah, it's but it's just yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I just find I, I like I like football stats more than I like football. Like some some of the the like I mean I watched all of the fucking Welcome to Wrexham thing. I'm a sucker for a documentary, but yeah. the actual sport I I don't. It's not. It's not for me. And I'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah, you don't appreciate skill and finesse, do you?
0: No. no. <laughs> I mean look at look at me.
1: <laughs> um Gareth Southgate did win a League Cup at Middlesbrough. Okay. So that's but that's like the Mickey Mouse trophy, so
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. On on that note then.
1: On that note. Uh
0: it's your movie recommendation nobody asked for this week.
1: It is. It is indeed. Um so this week as it's Are a you... football theme i'm just no I, i've got <laughs> just, one uh, googling just football movies no no i've got one i just need i want to skip the uh, the date it came out I'm so... trying i think
0: i can off the top of my head i can think of two football movies and that is it well no technically i think i could think of five but i haven't watched three of those and they're a, what looks like an awful awful trilogy
1: what the goal goal two and yeah. goal three goal with a vengeance which is like a weird, is it like a fake Real Madrid player or something? Something like that, yeah.
0: And um, it made a fuck ton of money. Which is bizarre. But anyway... Oh, no, that's a lie. I can think of three football movies because FIFA self-funded a story of FIFA movie.
1: Yeah, which really weirdly had Tim Roth in it, right? Y- yeah. Um, and is it is like one of the
0: worst films ever made.
1: One of the worst performing as well. Right? Yeah. Because we, it was essentially FIFA propaganda.
0: Yo, it, wasn't, it was literally FIFA propaganda. Let me tell you what. You give your movie recommendation. I'm going to find out what the box office was for this
1: film. Okay. So 2001, I wouldn't say masterpiece, but it's a lot of fun. It is the British version of of a, an American movie who Ian just worked out uh, the pun for recently. So the movie I'm going to talk about is Mean Machine. Nice. Um, which is the British adaptation of The Longest Yard. So Mean Machine, Vinnie Jones goes to prison, has a... decides... as it, Not actual Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones, as an actor, goes to prison, sets up a, a football team. They play against the guards uh, as a way to... I can't even remember what the what the premise behind it was. Is it just to kind of get a bit more leniency or something? It's the I mean, it is
0: just the plot of the longest yard. I yeah. think it is I think they might do this tournament every year or something. He owes money to bookies. Yeah. Um yeah, something like that. For some reason he's told to captain the team.
1: Yeah, because he, he was uh he was an ex professional footballer. Um but yeah, Jason Statham is the it's the first time I think oh uh, yeah I saw Jason Statham in anything. Unless did the transporter come out before this? Uh,
0: yeah, the Kit Kat adverted.
1: I'm not sure I saw the Kit
0: Kat advert. Oh you must have he did the salmon one. But remember, you are not a salmon. <laughs> I don't know that I've don't seen Don't remember that. that? It's it's him uh, sitting in a calf talking about how difficult the life of a salmon is. okay. I've, I've, uh, it I've swims thought... upstream and then it dies
1: i have a vague recollection um but no so the transporter came out after this so the transport was 2002 this was 2001 so uh yeah first time i saw jason statham i think and he's great because he plays the psychopathic goalkeeper who has like psychotic episodes of fantasizing about beating the guards up and stuff um he has what is his name that's gonna bug me now he has a great uh, a great name in it as well oh monk monk not yeah yeah I mean, it's it, all of the all of the names are like proper, um, like East London gangster kind of names. J- Danny Meehan is is Vinnie Jones's character. You have Trojan, Ratchet, Charlie Sykes, Bob Likely, Billy the Limpet, who's played by Danny Dyer. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I like uh, I like Mean Machine a lot. I don't think it's ever gonna. Uh, win any kind of critical accolades or anything it's a solid kind of six out of ten but it's it's uh, it's good fun
0: i like it i like it so just to uh just to go back to the fifa movie because i found the statistics and it was fucking amazing so it's called united passions yeah it had an estimated budget of 29 million dollars brilliant and i'm i need to i i'm gonna just just explain now i'm not shortening any numbers here okay right? <laughs> the opening weekend it yeah. made $319 <laughs> the film bar theater in downtown phoenix reported a total gross of $9 which is one ticket yeah in total for it sorry uh, not 319 was the opening day opening weekend was 918 okay and then obviously they pulled it because it is the uh it's historically the lowest grossing movie i think of all time brilliant Fucking hell! Amazing. So, if uh, if you aren't a fan of remakes mm. and uh, ex Wimbledon and Welsh football players, yeah. are, is there anything else you would recommend people to watch?
1: Uh, yeah, Midsummer.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's a great film, isn't it?
1: Mm. Really good. Go see yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: <laughs> good. We hadn't done one like that yet, so I thought I'd just... Yeah, no,
0: I like like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) So, on that note, then, it's time for us to go into our our choices.
1: Mm, I believe we're off to your mythical nation. Mythical? Yeah, might be mythical.
0: It might be mythical. We'll, We'll see. We'll see. First choice, then. So... I had a couple of options for this because Graham, what is the first thing you think of when you think about something a football team needs um a football that's right graham flair so <laughs> i thought i would pick a team which i think would have a lot like old school brazilian like flair okay right because that's a thing and that's kind of where Again, I have very dated football knowledge. Is that a thing
1: still? Yeah, I would say the the Brazilian uh, national team and and the players that play for them are probably known for their their skills and their flair. I would I would say is fair. So uh, are you you're you were probably like in the the original Ronaldo era. Is that uh, we're not going back as far as Pele, right?
0: Uh, uh Ronaldo, uh, Roberto Carlos, and that free kick. Yes, yeah. The one that looked like it was badly animated
1: and just kind of. Swang back in.
0: Yeah. Which, like, to be fair, I, as, as I will probably keep saying, because I repeat myself a lot, I don't care about football, but that was fucking impressive. Like, I still don't, like, f- understand on, like, a physics level how that happened.
1: He also scored from a ridiculous angle as well. That was basically, like, at the corner flag. Oh, I think I, like, yeah, I think I've seen that as well. Yeah, that one is probably more physics-defying than, um, than the free kick. Well, the free kick, I just under- I understand the concept of curving a free kick, but it
0: happened like so suddenly and quickly, and what looked like a normal kick. Yeah, like it wasn't like a gradual arc. It was like the ball suddenly stopped and went. Oh shit! Hang on, we're supposed to be going this it way. Just didn't get the memo. Just didn't get the memo. Uh, so I wanted a team which I think could bring that kind of stuff to the field. I was originally going to go for m- an anim- well, not an animated, but a, m- a movie that features animation and football, and go for the glorious kingdom of uh, the island of Naboomboom from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Okay. Because they they actually play football. But in playing football, they're clearly not World Cup material. (laughs) Because the whole point of that is they're kind of shit. So I thought if you want someone who, you know, out of the box thinking and flair on a football pitch, what you want is a place where people often think of as many as six impossible things before breakfast. So my first football team is going to be the football team of Wonderland. Wonderland. From Alice in Wonderland. I had a lot of choices here, because there are like a lot more versions of Alice in Wonderland than I thought. Yeah. Uh around 35, if you're just counting the films. Limey. But those films are sometimes like live-action versions of pantomimes and things like that. But the first one was from 1903. Mm, okay. Which is mental. Uh, 1951 is the disney cartoon that everyone's familiar yep. with and then you had 2010 was like the live action it was the first live action one they did that kind of kick-started the let's do live action versions of all of these disney mm-hmm. films phase uh there's also like multiple tv shows there's uh a once upon a time spin-off called once upon a time in wonderland which is just once upon a time in wonderland that was a series that went downhill really quickly really quickly Season, season one of Once Upon a Time was really clever because every. You had like the. Like, I don't want to say well, generic fairy tale, young adult, like CW plot kind of going yeah. through it. But then you also had the whole thing of not knowing who characters were.
1: Yeah.
0: So trying to figure that out. And that was really cool. And then once they'd revealed everyone about one and a half seasons in, it was like, oh, that that
1: turns out that's the only reason I'm watching. Yeah, it, it, they also, it became a stretch with some of the characters that they brought into it as well, I feel. They weren't really in the realm of kind of, you know, they started bringing in like a lot of Disney characters and stuff. And
0: yeah. Yeah, it, be- it sounds, uh, it became cynical. Would be the word, I guess. Yeah. Like, but I did like the reveal that like one of the people was uh, Frankenstein, yeah. and there was a great like black and white episode of his like life in the the story realm. Yeah, they, it
1: was. Good. I think the whole the the Robert Carlyle bit went on a bit as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. I I did I did enjoy it, and then it just became one of those things where I actively did not care about it anymore. Like. You miss a couple of episodes and you realize that you're completely fine with that. Yeah, it was one of those many shows that I stopped watching once I stopped living. Yeah, alone. didn't
1: it also was wasn't it back when like the series was still really long as well? Yeah, every single series was twenty two episodes. They soft rebooted it at one point
0: as well because they just wouldn't let it die. Oh, really? Like I think the last I think the last series barely featured anyone. And I think the kid who was the main character who was comically like six foot tall, and I think still <laughs> trying to play fourteen,
1: um, they recast him as an adult who I'm fairly sure was shorter than him. He was really annoying as well. I think was part of the problem.
0: Yeah, I I don't think they kind of. It was a good I- it was a good idea, but once the f- you have it a lot. I think with shows like like concept shows like that, where once the you've ran the ori- initial plan out everything else feels weird. Like Prison Break. Like Prison Break, yeah. Supernatural, They pl- They you can tell the spot where they'd ran out of what they were trying to do. Which is also why I think a lot of the shows that are heralded as, like, the best ever are ones that had very limited things. Like, Breaking Bad clearly knew what it was doing and stuck to it and then ended. Yeah, yeah same with The Wire. Even, even The Wire, though. Like, it... it it was a bit of it was a dip of quality in season five. Was it five seasons? Yeah, the um, yeah the, journal- the, ju- the journalist the journalist one. Yeah, yeah. It was a dip of quality in that, and then I think they just kind of went right, and we're done. We're ending yeah. it there. Although I still I still enjoyed that that season. Oh, but but a low a low quality series of The Wire is still better than
1: ninety percent of TV. Yeah, true. It's just not the best series ever made. Yeah, anymore. it was weird with The Wire. I I find it strange the way that everyone has, takes such umbrage with um, season two because I I quite enjoy season two.
0: Yeah, that that actively surprised me then because I always thought season two was supposed to be the best. Oh really? But also, I think I get the best mixed up with the Tom Waits soundtrack. <laughs> Because that's the Tom the, the the original version of the song is yeah. the theme tune for that, but also I'm a sucker for all that meta shit, like the fact that each theme tune is a cover of the same song that kind of fits with the vibe of the yeah. series. But anyway, obviously after talking about Alice in Wonderland, we were going to get onto the Wire. I I think Wonderland. I think Wonderland as a team has a lot of things to kind of draw from. Uh obviously you have the the jub bird, the bandersnatch, the march hare, the white rabbit, Absalom, the Cheshire cat, there's cards, there's queens, there's princes, there's pages. There's flowers with faces, there's Alice if she wants to give it a go, yeah. who knows. There's going to be a bo- there's going to be a bottle of something that turns her into a uh athlete, right? That's how Wonderland works. But it's so kind of like stupid crazy over the top i think that's kind of the vibe you sometimes get from a successful football team you wouldn't know what they're going to do there's going to be a lot of those
1: crazy football moves
0: like step overs that that is
1: that is a crazy football move
0: yeah right crazy football move the one where like you do like the oh ah and your legs go like like, oh what's going to happen with it and then you kick it with your heel i don't (laughs) know clearly i'm a. I'm assuming all of these names are going to be named after people, so I'll just... If I say it confidently yeah. enough, it'll sound real. So, like... Oh, and then, obviously, they'll do the um, uh, the Smith Maneuver. <laughs> you
1: know the Smith Maneuver? The Davies like, Flags? I think when you call it a Maneuver, <laughs> I think that kind of takes me <laughs> out of it. The Smith Maneuver more sounds okay. like... Um...
0: Set a 70s band. That sounds like a guy with a yeah. synthesizer. Okay. What about the Davies flex? That sounds uh, like one. I, I, more, more so. Or or it could be a bodybuilder yeah. move. Yeah. The Jones helix? Uh, <laughs> possibly. The round the world. Is that one? That sounds like it should be one. Or is that, that Yo-Yo? That is
1: Yo-Yo. Um, I, think, I think you'd probably call that where you kind of spin your foot above the ball and then catch it again. But I also don't know that a lot of that goes on during football matches and is more kind of the realm of the uh, kind of trick I don't know if you would call them a trick shot but the the guys that kind of spend their time doing fancy tricks rather than actually playing football So I, 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 just,
0: I just pulled up a FIFA skill moves okay. list and these are a lot less uh, intense than I thought uh, uh, a, a simple rainbow, they could do a simple rainbow I could see a card do one of those <laughs> The bander snatch could stop and turn right brackets while running. Close Ooh. brackets. Yeah, one of the flowers. You know, four touch turn. A skilled bridge. Okay. Oh, now we're now now we're getting interesting. The five star skill moves. Can I introduce you to the advanced <laughs> rainbow? <laughs> the the triple elastico. I don't know I'm what the fuck that is sure either. Would that be kicking the ball and then it returning back to you? Like it's on a fucking elastic band? I don't know,
1: that's a know, um, that's a 70s boomerang.
0: Ah, so not a sombrero <laughs>
1: flick. A hocus pocus? By focus?
0: Not by focus. <laughs> flick over, tornado spin, Rabano r- bar- flake? Fake? A rubano flake <laughs> is a dessert. Robano fake. I'm assuming is a fake Robano, which was something that you asked me on the last football themed episode we did. Oh,
1: Robano, yeah,
0: yeah, and a first time spin. But yeah, I th- I think like you wouldn't you wouldn't know what the fuck they're going to do with the ball, and that is a difficult team to defend. This against. is true. It feels like the kind of team who would it would they would win by scoring a fuck ton of goals rather than locking a team down and just scoring so they one.
1: have to they're going to concede four or five a game, but they're going to score six or seven. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There'll
0: probably be a couple of yellow cards for just uh, Tom. Fulry. I think the
1: cards are red, aren't they? Hey,
0: see what you did there. There'll be a bit of football banter on it. Show me the cards, like people holding up wrestling style placards. Um, great. So I'm
1: going to give you three As One Land characters. You tell me which position they're playing. Okay. Cheshire Cat. Cool.
0: Uh, Cheshire Cat.
1: I'd say keeper. Okay. It's a big, big because girl.
0: you, you, it, it's, uh, it is, but it can kind of disappear and reappear true. at will. Whose will? Hey. So I think, like, you know, you wouldn't know if you can't if the keeper is invisible, you wouldn't know where uh, to shoot. Yeah, true. Adds an extra layer of Wonderland
1: defence but that is cool. the Wonderland way. Um, the Red Queen, Queen of Hearts.
0: Uh, Red Queen, um, probably looking at captain because obviously the ego yeah. needs it. Um, I, I, I would say, uh, def- she, she would be a def- defender, center back. So defender. Defender, yeah.
1: I was thinking maybe manager management material. Oh, maybe. I mean,
0: I, 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 did. I forgot we could have front office <laughs> things of uh, football. So yeah, no. She, you, you are right. She would be a manager because she would be. The reason I said defender was I could see her trying to kind of like marshal the defense, just yeah. boss people around.
1: But we'll and go then manager the, then. Yeah, uh, yeah she'll... Is it the white rabbit or the March Hare? I forget what it's called in. Both. Uh, okay. They're both. They are. They are I different did, characters than then. <laughs>
0: uh, the white rabbit would uh, yeah. be on the wing. Because, for, like, speed. Speed yeah. for the wing, right? You want, want speed, speed for, for the wing. wing? And the March Hare, I can't remember a lot about the character. So I'm going to say... Okay, Midfield.
1: and then Mad Hatter up top.
0: Yeah, because, what the fuck's like? He's mad, <laughs> mate. He's fucking mad. He's basically Vinnie Jones yeah. with a top hat. So that he's the one I could see getting He's calmed. a bit
1: unhinged, isn't he? I think he's got some stuff in his past.
0: Yeah, there's shit going you down.
1: You wouldn't hold daily birthdays if you were psychologically well. I mean, there's a lot of Wonderland, which I think is based on the fact that
0: people aren't psychologically well. But, yeah, sometimes you need that weird edge in sport. And I just think, yeah, it brings, it brings something else to the
1: field. And sometimes that's what you need to succeed. So my first choice. So I was also thinking about what do, um, what do teams need to sort of give them the edge. and Bono nice um if you um yes my fictional country is ireland no um (laughs) the um if you look at the um you look at the world cup you're looking at the top players in the world and whilst there is clearly some teams that are uh, superior you're still looking at the best of the best globally so teams need to figure out where they can get an edge and i was thinking one of the things that could help them here is like superior technology okay so that could be superior technology in the form of sort of the equipment they use or you know training regimes fitness etc so my first choice is going to be delving into the mcu and we're going to be heading to the land of wakanda nice this was wakanda was the when you raised this question,
0: was the one I was annoyed you picked. I'm actually annoyed a lot of the ones you picked, to be honest, because this one I was going to pick, and another one took something else I was going to pick off the table.
1: Sorry. That's
0: all right. (laughs) So, Wakanda. Uh,
1: Yeah, so Wakanda. So, I haven't actually seen the new film yet. It came out at the time of recording last week, I think. Last, Last Friday, Friday, maybe we. Were, I mean, we were at the premiere for a kind of forever, in the sense we were that we were there when the premiere was happening, and we walked past uh, it. <laughs> that fucking security that guard. Brilliant. Actually, going back to the point about what I said earlier with the whole meatloaf thing, Ian and I were going to see Garth Marenghi do his book signing at the Prince Charles.
0: Yes. So we were going to we were going to a Q&A and a book signing of a fictional author yeah, which was because that's the kind of shit we
1: do which was brilliant. And at the same time it happened to be a big glitzy uh film premiere going on because the Prince Charles is right next to Leicester Square. We couldn't see from the angle that we were coming from what the uh, premiere was. So Ian asked the security guards that was standing right next to the hoardings again, where you couldn't see beyond. Ian said, "Oh, do you know what's uh, what's going on, or what 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 is? Well, I can't remember how you actually phrased it. Was it what's going on, or who what? It was what's it what's it for? What's it for? Yeah, which obviously, which is a very reasonable. That's not like a hidden fucking question. It is. It's a way of phrasing it. And the security guard turns it in and said." It's a film premiere. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think I
0: stared blankly
1: at him, and then he went black. Black Panther. I think it's Black Panther. <laughs> but yeah, so I have that's a very long uh, anecdote about how I haven't yet seen <laughs> kind of forever, um, but, we, but we saw the premiere. <laughs> <laughs> but we saw the premiere. We were at the premiere, so I'm going to base this on kind of what we've seen from the MCU up till before that movie. the The idea being that. They do have, you know, that Wakanda is like the most technically advanced nation on the planet. It has access to vibranium, which I can only assume is vibrating titanium, because um, that's what it sounds it's like. It's a different, a different <laughs> metal um, entirely. It came from space. It it did, yes, a million years ago. Dum, dum, dum. But you know, I'm thinking they can they can make their um, studs out of vibranium. Probably make them go a bit faster. They could. Uh, they could utilize all of the kind of high tech stuff for conditioning and getting their athletes up to kind of peak physical fitness and they clearly have a, a a hell of a kind of stable of um of people to choose from so you've obviously got all of the different kind of cult are they i guess are we we calling them cults yeah they are cults so you've got the panther cult the gr- white gorilla cult the lion uh, tribes and the crocodile cult well according to Wikipedia they're cults.
0: Well, uh, 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 there's also tribes,
1: because you have like the river tribe, and the mountain tribe, maybe, and the
0: farming. I don't
1: know. The farming tribe, maybe that's the uh, that's probably how the I, I'm going to assume here that this is the original stuff, and then for the MCU, they turned them into tribes because calling them the White Gorilla Cult maybe wasn't the best uh, best move. However, the point being is that you've got all of these cults or tribes throughout wakanda who are you know we see them through the first movie those guys are a pretty buffian i think they could uh, they could do a shift on the pitch i,
0: I mean there are there, there are few, few things more impressive than michael b jordan in black panther like credit credit where it's due to the man
1: yeah i i absolutely would uh, would have to agree with you there there is a border tribe the yeah. the Golden
0: Tribe, the Merchant Tribe, the Mining Tribe, the River Tribe, and then the Jabari. Okay. Because like you said, that is a lot <laughs> that is <laughs> that sounds a lot better than the crocodile cult. <laughs> the white gorilla cult. So yeah, so in, in the movie it is uh it's that's what we've got.
1: But yeah, so I think um I think you know, with with the technological advancements, we're in it. We're in a good place for for a decent showing in the World Cup. Um, we also might not be too far away from um, this being an actual nation. So, were you aware that? Let me just find the exact date. That in uh, December of twenty nineteen, um, it turned out that the U.S. Department of Agriculture's website listed Wakanda as a free trade partner. Okay. <laughs> i was not i was not aware of this with a list of traded goods which included ducks donkeys and dairy cows um it turns out that they were uh, the usda claimed that it had been added by uh staff during an it test and they removed it as the public became aware of it but you know i'm sure there's a conspiracy theorist or five out there that think that the um, diplomatic
0: damage had already been done at that point it had yeah it's I, I do I, I I like this idea mainly because and we've kind of talked about this, I think, before, but like the importance of technology and money and sport. Yeah. Because you there is it is it is just insane that the level of fucking training and stuff people can do now. And the success you've had from it. So like Iceland put a load of money into, like, those domes. Yeah. So uh, kids could play football all year round, and then obviously suddenly they get really good at football. You had a big thing. uh, So the Fiji Sevens team were always quite good, and then they got a coach in and a bit of funding, and suddenly they get so much better because it turns out Like, they just needed somebody there, not necessarily to even teach them how to play stuff, just to tell them, like, right, guys, you shouldn't be eating that the day before a game.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like,
0: that kind of input. And I think Wakanda is going to bring that in fucking... Big buckets. I couldn't think of a phrase. Big
1: buckets. Big bargain buckets. All
0: that vibranium money.
1: Yeah, but also, I guess, the thing with that as well, as you look at... um if you were to look at the technological advancements of today, so if you took probably a bang average team in the World Cup today, let's say Wales, and you pitch them against a team from like a probably a World Cup winning team from the let's say the 66 England World Cup team, given the advances in that nearly 80 year time frame. Yeah. 80 years, sorry, 60 year. My math is terrible. Given the uh, given the advance in that 60 year time frame, you would expect that the today's average team is probably going to beat the World Cup winners of um, 66. But well,
0: the, the 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 question of that is whether it is now or then, because no, it's in like, the middle. It's so in so the if, 80s. So yeah. So if if we're going if if this hypothetical situation involves a time machine. If yeah. if you're bringing 90s. the fuck me. If you're bringing I I'm,
1: I'm just despairing over my quick maths at the moment. Yeah. I didn't sleep very well last night. I'm going to I'm going to preface it with that. If you're bringing the like the 1950s team to today.
0: Yeah. The modern team would 100% win. Like yeah. just hands down. If you bring the modern team back then and they have to use the equipment of them then. That's where yeah. it gets interesting because like the massive fuck off like leather football they used to use. Yeah, this like, is true. The the football boots would have been completely different. Like there, there is so much, like you wouldn't be able to kick the ball the same. I'm assuming, like
1: really? No, I think okay. So I think the way that you the way that you make this quote unquote fair is that you set it at the midpoint in history. So that would be like a, Italia ninety or something.
0: Okay, interesting. USA nineteen
1: ninety four.
0: But it started, again, stuff like that always fascinates me. Like the, the difference between... The, the example I've, I've used before on here is the whole Jesse Owens thing. So yeah. when Jesse Owens got his medal in the Olympics, he had to dig his own starting block. Yeah. Because that's what you did then. Like, and it was just running on basically dirt. Like it's not, And now you've got a surface which is kind of like springy and borderline robotic starting blocks and stuff like that it's fucking insane yeah i I don't i don't it's also then why it's so difficult talking about um who the best athlete in a certain sport is because it is impossible to compare them because the sport itself and the equipment around it has constantly changed evolved so much Yeah, yeah and then that's before you look into the science behind it as well of like the science of training and things like that like people recovery is another big thing yeah
1: the other really interesting one is british cycling so there's the this guy called dave brailsford who was basically had the idea of um, marginal gains yeah which is you take every element associated with in this case cycling if you can improve every element by just 1%, if you bring all of that together, you have a mm. massive gain because you've improved every small yeah. area. And you can see the results. Like British Cycling was trash. They kind of invested money. They invested, they went down this kind of route and they're one of the powerhouses of, of cycling in the in the world. And, you know, you look at the Olympics and things like that. But it, so. it was
0: down, it was also down to things no one else was thinking about, right? Like even like how you mount your bike and how things are... Uh set up and stuff right it was every
1: single thing you could kind of quantify exactly that so that's why you take the whole thing apart improve every tiny bit by one percent and then yeah you have a you have a significant increase so i think again with like the resources and the money and the technology you would assume that um the wakundans would be able to do something very similar and to a you know a greater degree given that they have basically uh Infinite money.
0: Yeah, and then the only question left there is whether FIFA will put the heart-shaped herb as a performance-enhancing drug. Uh, yeah, this
1: is true. Because if
0: they don't, it's kind of all the fucking way. Really, <laughs> it'll be nice to see how quickly they like clamp down on it. or or how quickly they go. That well, we could. Like, I know we only say there's ever one at a time, but we could just give it to these eleven dudes and send them off to the World Cup, could we? Yeah, like, just this once. <laughs> just this once. We'll see what the ancestral plane says about it, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah. So what what other things do you think is important for a football team to have?
1: Um the vuvuzela. That's yeah. right
0: Graham, strength. So I started to try to think of what what fictional country has people there who would be strong as fuck. So I've actually picked a planet.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm assuming this planet is split up into countries, so any of the countries, but also countries could be quite like a Earth based thing, so I don't feel like we should discriminate upon the wondrous inhabitants of the glorious forest world of Kashyyyk. Yeah. So Kashyyyk is from Star Wars. It I'm not sure it's actually ever mentioned in the original series. But first, you do
1: visit- I remember was Knights of the Old Republic it was the first time I came across it.
0: Yeah, and it it
1: appeared in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I believe.
0: Um, it was originally going. So the the story is so Kashyyyk is the home of the Wookiees. So what they were going to do was Return of the Jedi. The planet was supposed going to be the home of the Wookiees. Yeah, and the Death Star would be built around that, and then it was going to be the uh the, the Wookiees. I said Wookiees so many fucking you said times. Wookiees a lot. It's, yeah. It's going to be the Wookiees who fight against them, and then they decided against that because they needed something more like it made no sense having Chewbacca being able to fly a spaceship but then have a sh- like him from like a primitive stone age tribe, yeah. So they changed it into the Ewoks, which is a flip of Wookiee, and that's where the Ewoks came from. And they changed the planet, but. Kashyyyk, yeah, it's the home of the Wookiees. This is going to be a fucking Wookiee football team, which I've already put through mid journey, and the results are amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wookiees stand anything between seven foot three and eight foot three. Yeah. Some random dude on a weightlifting forum I found, based on information he could glean from gorillas, thinks a Wookiee should be able to bench press a thousand pounds. Okay. Based on the. So, someone has made. Someone has taken the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons rules and written a Star Wars version so people can play, like, D&D as Star Wars characters. Yeah. According to those rules, uh, the Wookiees have the same speed as humans. So I don't think they're going to be much quicker. They're just going to be a lot bigger and a lot stronger. Okay. An adult Wookiee is between 18 and 300 years old. Okay. So if you get a proper, like... So I don't know what the football equivalent would be of Alan Wynne-Jones. But Alan Wynne-Jones, obviously
1: Welsh rugby player who's now, I think, going to be into his fourth World Cup? Hmm. Probably, like... I mean, how old's Gareth Bale now? I mean, he's not been to many World Cups because he's... Well. <laughs>
0: he's, he's going to be to one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he is... He was ni- 1989, so he's 33. And he's not, Ronaldo is probably, your Cristiano Ronaldo is probably the closest... So, rap Rafael Marquez, yeah, has been
0: to five. So five seems to be the limit.
1: Okay,
0: uh, Lothar Matthäus, uh, eighty-two to ninety-eight. Rafael Marquez, two thousand two to two thousand eighteen. Antonio Carbajal was a Mexican goalkeeper, and he appeared in five from nineteen fifty. Um, Wookies. Uh, if you had a particularly good player He could
1: possibly feature in 75 World Cups The only thing I guess That you would have to consider there Is what is the kind of Maturation period and decline of a Wookie Oh well there's there's nothing Sadder than the decline of a Wookie <laughs> <laughs> Decline of a Wookie uh, It's like a blues song um, It's
0: either a blues song Or like a self-help book Yeah Or a Chewbacca's tell-all memoir <laughs> but speaking of Chewbacca so when we got introduced to Chewbacca uh Han Solo pointed out that a Wookiee kid is known to pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose so this is going to need to be a successful football team
1: yeah so this was going to be my point because also isn't there doesn't he throw a bit of a strop when he loses at a uh, hollow chest as well so that's that's
0: that's exactly why they said to let him win you should right let the
1: Wookiee win okay, okay. Yeah, so I that that's my major concern here is that they're going to get a lot of red cards. Because even if it's not an out an out and out loss, you know, if if a if a foul's given against them or if they you know concede a goal, um, are we gonna are we gonna see some arm ripping and and eye gouging?
0: Yeah, so again, there, there there is the risk of it, but I feel like this team could be so kind of like dominant, it might not be something we have to to face a lot. Yeah. But, they just bring a... Wookiees bring a lot to the table, you know? They're Again, like, they're fucking seven seven to eight feet tall. Mm. They are the stro- strong... I think they're the strongest, like, humanoid creatures we meet in the Star Wars universe. The Book of Boba Fett has a even stronger one than Chewbacca as well. Some, like, hench uh, bounty hunter dude. Hencher, did you say? Hench. Oh. Not a name. Just hench, <laughs> as in some ri- hench sounded like a better term than ripped when it came to a
1: Wookiee. <laughs> would would you say that um a wamper is is do you think wampers are like the ice cousins of wookies maybe i would put i they're, they're, i have uh,
0: a are Wampus humanoid things? i mean how do you how
1: do you classify humanoid they're mammals
0: yeah but would you
1: they're uh, bipedal
0: they're bipedal would you say a gorilla's humanoid? Uh, no. So I, I would put a wampa more in that kind of primate. <laughs> you'd, Primates, you'd suggest
1: yeah. that a wumper is a primate,
0: but a, a, a wumper is is isn't a sentient creature.
1: It's well, it's semi-sentient it, 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 according it, to Wikipedia. It's
0: a space animal.
1: A wookie is a dude. A wookie is a dude. Do you think you have to a shave? a that's, wookie? That's, that's oh, the, would you ever shave a wookie? The...
0: I mean, not personally. <laughs> I am gonna. Google that at some point. <laughs> Fuck it, let's Google it now. Let's see what happens. Shaved Wookiee. This is where we're going to talk about
1: that shaved chimp again, yeah. isn't it? Oh that I mean that's interesting. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Have you Googled it as well? Yeah. Yeah. That looks that is a hundred percent a testicle. There is there is an av- there is a website called shavenwookie.com. Many generations ago, it was a tradition for a Wookiee to shave as part of the rites of passage into adulthood. To be shaven was to show that one had strength and courage to face the elements. I mean, there's some incredible
0: stuff here, to be fair. Uh, yeah, uh, to, in answer to your question, I have no plans
1: to shave a Wookiee. Will Wookiee, do you think, I wonder what the... um. How will Wookiees... How will Wookiees... Who's going to custom make Wookiee football boots... Adidas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could can, I can't think of a, a Star Wars pun based on a football boots Under Armour. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Under Armour sounds like it could be a Star Wars make. It, I mean, yeah, all of the uh all of the clone troopers wear it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Those little nice
1: c- c- compression things underneath their plates. Um here here's a question for you as well. Um can Future Ian sing the Wookiee national anthem? I don't think it's appropriate. <laughs>
0: Alright, back back to Google. Wookiee national anthem.
1: I, I do wonder if um how if it would be quicker for you to perfect the Wookiee National Anthem or Kermit Okay. Uh you know what? I'm gonna i no, I don't think Future Ian's gonna get involved for uh, the
0: Wookiee National Anthem. Just because that's not something I want to explain to my partner. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what are you doing? What what are you doing? I thought you were editing the podcast. You just seem to be screaming into a microphone. <laughs> I think a team of Wookiees would dominate at any World Cup in basically any sport.
1: Yeah. I'm particularly interested in seeing the Wookiee Rookies. The Wookiee Rookies,
0: are a good yeah. batch of them this year. But obviously, it, it takes it, <laughs> given the longevity of a. Uh, wookie athlete yeah the, the wookie the, the wookie rookies is probably going to be like your rookie year is actually going to be like 10 years yeah
1: you're, you're, yeah you're right what you don't want though is for someone to come through who's a bad cookie wookie rookie oh the bad cookie wookie rookies are the absolute worst so i think the scouting people they need to take a really good lookie at the wookie rookies to make sure there's no bad cookies
0: <laughs> and the last you also need to make sure uh None of them are fucking, so what I'm saying is you need to be on the looky for bad cookie rookie wookie nookie uh
1: uh-huh. i think i think that's i think we've done uh, i think we've we've tapped out there. <laughs> i think, i think i think i think we're done my next choice is gonna be based off of the idea that sometimes the greatest way to get a high-performing team is just to um, rely on government intervention, shall we say. Um, Yay! (laughs) So this is is choices inspired by the ice hockey documentary that Ian and I watched a while ago. Um, We've mentioned it a couple of times, um, of Miracles and Men, which is all about the Russian ice hockey team. I can't remember which Olympics it was, but they basically the russians decided that they were going to win at ice hockey even though they'd never played it purely to piss off the americans and they took the route of kind of going down had what were essentially like work camps for um for ice hockey players they didn't see their f- their uh their families for months on end because
0: um, it was the, so it was it was after the second world war they decided they want to get good at hockey yeah so, like, I think Stalin's son was put in charge of it at one point. Oh, really? <laughs> and and I think some general had to learn ice hockey from a book.
1: Yes, I remember that point because they'd never kind of seen or played it, right?
0: Yeah, and then that's how they became dominant. And then the documentary is a, uh, about the Miracle on Ice, Yeah, which is in the 1980 Winter Olympics, where basically a bunch of American college kids on their hockey team won the gold medal off of, and it was one of the biggest upsets in, like, sporting history. Yeah,
1: Great documentary. I'd strongly recommend it to everyone. Very good documentary. Um, so, yeah, so the idea here is that as unethical as it may be, government intervention and forcing people to get really good at a sport might uh, might work well. Or, even if they don't, there's enough propaganda in that nation that you can just tell everyone you won it anyway. So the the fictional nation I'm going to choose here is Oceana from uh, 1984, a film which came out in 1984. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've so this is this is a little bit bad. It's one of my favourite books, but I've never actually watched the film. <laughs> this is I I am I am. On the lookout for you making a
0: horrifically worrying statement. <laughs> you, you have some very, very fine lines to walk along with fucking arguing this.
1: Oh, I'm not saying it's a good thing we should be doing. I'm just saying that it might result in uh, I'm in just saying wind.
0: that as a, as a system, <laughs> it showed some success.
1: So you have, um, in 1984, the, Oceana is kind of like a section of the world um Mm. so there is a slight issue here in that actually a world cup might not actually (laughs) take place or it would take place every four years but there would only be four teams because you've got oceana eurasia east asia and disputed (laughs) so it becomes that calcico storico thing yeah basically
0: basically (laughs) every every they could do it every the world cup is every year yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it's just these four places and, and four then games.
0: each of them just go off and tell their people they won anyway
1: <laughs> yeah that's probably what's going to happen here but let's ass- yeah we won again we won again <laughs> let's assume that actually um in in 1984 the Oceania as a as a region is able to compete in the world cup and it is um under the rule of, of big brother and co so yeah I- what does what sorry? What what does Oceania cover? Oceania covers the Americas, so North and South America, the British Isles, South Africa, and Australia. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting way that it's all divided up. Eurasia is basically um, North Asia, Russia, and Europe. East Asia is everything below that, and then all of disputed is basically North Africa. India and then Antarctica as well.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, D- disputed <laughs> is a hell of a section of the world to back in a World Cup. <laughs> the, the wampers would do well there, though. But yeah, so they. Um, there is also the slight issue as as well that the these other these places might not exist. They might have just been invented by the party in 1984. To kind of cultivate a story that they tell the inhabitants of um, Oceania, so I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole issue here. Um, it's not a good place to be, 1984, but it might win you a World Cup because uh, of the <laughs> of the opportunity to go down the route of the uh, the Russian ice hockey team. So essentially, I'm just saying that Big Brother is gonna is is gonna do a is gonna do a Russia with the ice hockey team, but produce this uh elite football team to go to the world cup um obviously big <laughs> big brother which may which may or may not exist which may or may not exist obviously big brother was a tv show and was, it came from from the the book 1984 are you do you know that there is at least one other british tv show that uh, yeah, finds yeah, its yes, roots in 1984
0: yes yes i do um you are referring to room 101 i am referring to room 101 which is
1: a fantastic is it still going they bought it back didn't they
0: uh yeah so it's not still going it was rebooted so i think it's a slightly different format now maybe? i think
1: very slightly and it had um it was what's his chops wasn't it uh to bring it back to football the uh skinner frank's gonna
0: yes yeah i i'm, I'm just googling uh yeah, so Frank. So I don't think it's on anymore. So I think it has now stopped. Right. Paul Merton was who I remember the as the host. The original one, yeah. The original one, yeah. And then Frank Skinner did from 2012 to 2018. So it was back for a fucking while.
1: Mm, I think it was a
0: Dave thing, right? Uh, yes, the new one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you had the trapdoor. Because I uh, yeah I can't I can't remember. This is just me clutching at straws for how room one hundred one used to work. Because was it room room under Merton? Was it just one guest? Yeah, and they're talking through what they want to put in. So
1: Merton, it was it was one person. Room one hundred one is kind of a competition between three as to who can get the most yeah. into room one hundred one.
0: What would you put in room? 101? What
1: would I put in room one hundred one? Will Smith, Avatar. Buckles. Yeah, yeah. Um...
0: Well, I mentioned this yesterday. I would put people singing along to "Sweet Caroline." Why, I
1: think you're just miserable. There's nothing wrong I, with a sing I, song. I, th-
0: I think you could fuck right off. <laughs> "Sweet Caroline" isn't even your Diamond's best fucking song. It is no, annoying. No, and the, the, but the delirious most... love
1: would be kind of strange.
0: Thank you. Um, <laughs> The 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 one thing that really so the reason this started was there was an NFL game in Munich at the weekend and the atmosphere was apparently great, but they always send the fucking Sweet Caroline singing bit over rather than like the Take Me Home Country Roads bit was so much fucking better. Yeah, but I just I just hate Sweet Caroline. It's banned at the wedding. It's better than Bread of Heaven. Oh, you, oh hey <laughs> hey, less of that. So <laughs> <laughs> Emmylou is the better song anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But
1: Sweet Caroline is better than bread of heaven.
0: I mean, Sweet Caroline is not better bread. Sweet Caroline is not better than bread of heaven.
1: It is though, isn't it? It's not though, is it? Really? <laughs> You're an atheist. You can't believe and... in bread of heaven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just, I just really like bread. <laughs> Anything about if Sweet Caroline turned out to be about a toasted sandwich, I'd be all in. Like my opinion would immediately change.
1: But. If heaven is a half-pipe, where would you get the bread from? <laughs> the top. The top? The
0: top, yeah. Okay. That's why you're going up and down the half-pipe. Life is but an endless search for bread,
1: as I said just now. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how we got onto that, but... Oh, room yeah, room 101. 101. Um, so, yeah, the idea being is that I think that in a horrible turn of events, a elite football team would be produced by Big Brother and the party in Oceana um, and they would be able to win the World Cup at a a tournament. However, even if they didn't, there would be enough controlling propaganda in Oceana that we could say that they did. So either way, they are going to win the World Cup. They just might really do it or they might not do it. It also reminds me of the best sign I've ever seen at a sporting event. So in, I think... Let me double check the year. Um, nineteen eighty four. Ha 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 ha! <laughs> so twenty ten, North Korea qualified for the World Cup. Okay. And so we're co-
0: we're we're covering the benefits of nineteen eighty four and North Korea now.
1: <laughs> I know this is these these are no benefits. This is just the best sign I've ever seen. Yeah. At the opening match that North Korea played in in the World Cup, there was a guy in the stands. I don't know if he was really from North Korea or not, but he had a sign-up that said, Kim Jong-un thinks I'm at work. <laughs> that is or amazing. Kim Jong-il at the time, sorry. But yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Just, to, just a reminder there that North Korea
0: qualified for football more recently than Wales had <laughs> up until this year. Yeah. How did... Oh, fucking hell. A
1: tournament that allows North Korea in as it's well. It's being hosted in Qatar. I mean... yeah. So, also, Oceana are playing their regard. To be fair, it probably ended up being hosted in Oceana.
0: Uh,
1: this, if anything, this is the most realistic one of all of them, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like, f- f- FIFA would 100% agree for the f- fucking country from 1984 to host it. <laughs> Without a doubt. Which uh, to the point, I thought that was going to be your main argument for this: is that uh, <laughs> FIFA, no, just bribe FIFA and let it in. That's actually the answer. Wakanda, fuck all the technologies; they would bribe FIFA and be allowed in. Uh, yeah, this is true. But on the count that they win, and then you know, ooh, referee conspiracies and shit. Final choice, and I had to, uh, I had to pivot on this one last minute because Graham wouldn't let me have my my main choice. Because, and I quote, Jotunheim is technically not a country. Which is which is true. But also, fuck you. Because I <laughs> wanted a team of ice giants. The only thing I could find that was bigger than uh, Wookiees um, that could still possibly play football. I was then going to fall back on the nation of Brobdingnag, which right. is the land from Gulliver's Travels where they, they're giants. Instead of... Um, yeah, so where Gulliver is tiny and everyone else is huge. Right. But those Giants are around 70 feet tall.
1: That's a issue there, isn't it?
0: According to FIFA rules, you need to have seven people on a pitch minimum. Right. So I don't think we could actually get a full team on there. No. I then thought, right, BFG. The BFG folks are smaller as Giants. Yeah. So maybe them. But there's only 10 of them. So you couldn't actually uh, field a full team anyway. So I thought, you know, I don't, I don't want to go out there half-cocked, even though uh, we won a rugby match at the weekend with only 13 people, comprehensively, which was a great moment for us. So I decided to pivot away from uh, this and go for another choice. So what we've had flair, we've had strength. What other things can you think of, Graham, that a football team needs? money. That's right Graham pure aggression so we are going for the most aggressive and batshit crazy team I could think of. The full, not that he won or ever played at a World Cup but again, the Vinnie Jones mentality we just want pure deep seated aggression and yeah. I couldn't think of a place more aggressive than the fictional If depending so this works on a number of levels depending who you're talking to I couldn't think of anywhere more aggressive than the fictional nation of Australia. Nice. So, there is a conspiracy that Australia doesn't exist and was made up so that the British could tell people they had sent their convicts somewhere.
1: Yeah. There's also a similar theory about Finland. Uh, yep. Uh, it is up there with just some of the most stupid
0: bullshit I've, I've ever read. But So, Australia, one, is fictional because of that, but I am talking specifically about 2050s Australia from Mad Max Fury Road or just the Mad Max series in general this is going to be a football team of batshit insane wastelanders and who the fuck is going to go up against that like again as with a lot of these choices there is the risk of cards but there is that but I think you know you want intensity, you want aggression in sport and I, I think warlords of the desert are the kind of the people to to go for for that slight issue though I'm thinking of um hydration uh yes yeah, so we would have to get we would have to get a Morton Joe on as a sponsor yeah um to kind of you know obviously let us have some of this water, but then we also have uh you know. Morton Joe's son, maybe, we, you know, he's not the cleverest guy, but Rictus Erectus is definitely, I could see him being a, a good footballer. Um, mm-hmm. Australia, obviously, you know, it does it has had football in its its history. So it, it's they're going to be aware of it. Was Australia, in, Australia was involved in the most lopsided game of all time, right? Uh, I don't know. So I don't know if it still is. But Australia beat Western. Uh, sorry, Australia beat American Samoa in a officially sanctioned FIFA qualifying, ga- uh, World Cup qualifying match, thirty-one nil. Okay, and it is the I think it is the biggest loss margin in an international game ever. Somebody
1: scored thirteen goals. I mean, that's that's fairly substantial. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying is Australia has pedigree. Well, on the flip side. Australia have been to five World Cups. Qatar is their sick. They have played 16 games and they've only won two. They've also only scored 13 goals.
0: But they've never had Master Blaster, Lord
1: Humongous, Feral Kid. (laughs) Haven't had all of the good ones with them. Well, yeah, true. Um, Your mum's dead face? that making an appearance?
0: Um, Sorry.
1: Sorry, 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 sorry. You're screaming, mum's dead face.
0: Screaming, mum's dead face. Uh, so I think the uh, uh, the doof warrior, he will kind. Of, I think he'll be kind of like the. You know, you have the guy in the crowd who always insists on bringing like a fucking trumpet or something. Yeah, like he, he'd be that kind of like hyping up the crowd kind of things. Okay. But if you thought hooliganism was a problem, can you imagine the the away section of that game?
1: That's that's going to be a, a bit of an issue. I do wonder as well if they'd be more suited to, like, Aussie rules.
0: I, I mean, it depends.
1: Like I, I think there could be some, because, again, Aussie rules
0: is a game that needs uh, intensity and violence. Yeah. But that's not what this one was about. You didn't let me have Ice Giants, so these, these guys are going to have to retrain
1: <laughs> as a football team. Okay. But, yeah, I mean... Oh right Bo disagrees yeah Yeah, he's he's not having it
0: he's more into his Gaelic football (laughs) yeah so yeah like again there's not much much this argument apart from the fact that they would be the most aggressive and intense football team there like the the only risk is that they just kill everyone but I think that might guarantee you a win I'm not sure how sport works (laughs)
1: Uh, I think you'd probably get disqualified before you had the chance to take advantage of uh, the fact that the other opposing team had no one left on the field.
0: True. But again, that's where kind of a Morton Joe would come in. Like, we would go, right, if you don't kill anyone and you win this, we will give you access to all of this water. So I think, it's you know, there's incentive there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there's not really much else I can say on that, to be honest. It is just very aggressive football. And it works. It does work.
1: <laughs> it does work. It does work, Graham, and I
0: won't be told otherwise. That's that then. Yeah. Oh and obviously Max. We'll have two maxes. We'll have the Mel Gibson Max and the Tom Hardy Max out there. We could get a full eleven. Like, even Which one do you
1: think's madder?
0: Um Tom Hardy's max I think is madder. Yeah. Mel Gibson is madder. What? So for, for for on on the madness scale, at the bottom it goes oh, probably ma- probably Mel Gibson's Mad Max, then Tom Hardy, then Tom Hardy's Mad Max, and then Mel Gibson. Right with you. That that's how I because Mel Gibson's Mad Max isn't actually that mad. No, but they they do hype that hype that bit up in Fury Road. He is definitely mad because he's hallucinating and all of that shit.
1: Yeah, I think. Um... Well, and you know,
0: I know you have very wrong feelings about Fury Road. Okay, well, and I, I appreciate you keeping them to yourself.
1: <laughs> I was going to say he's probably being—he's probably quite mad being in such a mediocre movie.
0: This—it's no sweet Caroline.
1: That's all I'm going to say. I prefer—I prefer singing "Sweet Caroline" to watching Mad Max Fury Road. It, it, it is insane that you think it's average,
0: and I think it is one of the most perfect action films ever made. Like, we couldn't be that fur... This is the furthest away I think we are on on anything.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I I would say it's the Avatar of action films.
0: Oh, fuck off. <laughs> One, Avatar
1: <laughs> is an action film. <laughs> uh, is it? <laughs> well, it tried. It tried. There's... I would say it's more of a sci-fi... I
0: was going to say there's guns, but there's guns in Schindler's List, and I wouldn't call that a fucking action film.
1: no. No.
0: Uh, I feel like I need to say something else because I can't end this section of me making
1: a Shiddler's List joke. I think you just did. So, my final choice. My final choice is quite similar to, to yours in the sense of the kind of... If we're looking at the kind of physical attributes and the aggression side of things. Nice. And I would... How would I characterise these? So... They're not quite I don't think they're quite as large. They're not as large as a Wookiee. Um, <laughs> on the Wookiee scale. On the Wookiee scale, they're not um, they're not as large as a Wookiee. Um, but I think that they would be more they'd be more physically imposing than the future Australian. So they're 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 Urukai from Isengard.
0: Isengard? <laughs>
1: They're taking the hobbits to isengard yeah i think we needed a um we needed a a, a peoples from middle earth which um was much to your chagrin when i uh, suggested it out of interest where were you going were you going elves uh under the white mountain right so i was going to be a football team of ghosts uh
0: <laughs> i was going to get all of the ghosts from return of the king onto a football team because they would fuck shit up <laughs> Yeah, but could they easily make contact with the ball? Uh, yeah, if they can kill, if you know, as as my granddad used to say, if you could kill an orc, you could kick a ball. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was uh, yeah, this was the other one. I was annoyed that uh, Graham beat me too. But yeah, I, I I was pure, I was purely going for the ghosts. I hadn't thought of uh, the Kai which is to be fair, a good shout, and also like. Shout out to the fucking Taking the Hobbits to Isengard remix, because that is
1: still lives rent-free in my mind about oh. 10, 15 years later. Yeah, yeah. Is that also... does that? Is that the potatoes bit in that one as well? Dif-
0: different one. Oh, the different
1: potatoes one. one. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Yeah. But that's also there at all times. Yeah. When everyone, oh, yeah. Whenever anyone talks about potatoes. It's great reaching that part of
0: the film and then it not being a song. Like, but It yeah. just feels a bit wrong.
1: <laughs> Tell me where is Gandalf
0: for I most desire to speak with him.
1: Tell me where. <laughs> so so Uruk-hai. Uruk-hai. So I think they've they've got a good they've got a good setup. So you've got Saruman, no. Yeah, Saruman. Saruman the White. Mm-hmm. Um would obviously be the manager. And I think he's got things under control. You've got the um scouting abilities of the eye of Sauron, so we can do some sort of uh some New England Patriots uh, spying on the other teams. Fuck Tom Brady. Yeah, fuck Tom Brady. 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 He's a fucking cheat. Make sure we know what's going on, what kind of plays they're going to be doing. Nice. I'm assuming you're going to have alerts as captain because he he seems to be uh, the leader and whatnot. And you also have the benefit of like, and one of these things we haven't touched on yet is that you know a world cup is is a very demanding physical tournament over a relatively short space of time so injuries can happen right you can <laughs> dig more urukai out of the ground like they're just there oh, yes, yes. in the mud cuz as we all as we all know urukai are mine <laughs> they are that's
0: what happens in the film <laughs> i i do I, I i i love lord of the rings it is it is one of my favourite cinematic experiences, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I will regularly, every couple of years, and I think, I'm not I'm not over to you, I did it like a year and a half ago, but I'm going to do it soon anyway. Watch them all back to back. They don't cover exactly what the fuck is going on there, do no, they? No, no, You just have, you just suddenly, Christopher Lee's cut down all the trees and he's digging out big
1: dudes from the ground. Yeah, scraping the mud off of them. Yep.
0: Well, we're obviously here.
1: <laughs> this is what it's going to do. We're harvesting urukai and slapping our handprints on them. We found a good, a good urukai vein here. We're going to keep <laughs> yeah. uh, digging down into. Yeah, I mean, the thing I- I'm not okay with though is the urukai fracking. Um, I think that's a that's a step <laughs> too far.
0: Well, it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It is,
1: yeah. There have been tremors under Rohan since they started trying urakai fracking, and frankly, it's not okay. Well, and the deentification as well of <laughs> uh, the surrounding forests. It's
0: just no one, no one thinks about the effects on the climate of getting rid
1: of the no. ends. No, no. Yeah, I mean, it, it has been said before, but Saruman was basically a Middle Earth version of Bolsonaro. <laughs>
0: jacob reesmog the white (laughs) the whitest (laughs) i would honestly i think i would rather saruman as my mp yeah like jacob reesmog to be fair i think i'd prefer saruman anyway because our mp is fucking quasi quarteting
1: here ah that's a that's a name that was saruman weeks
0: (laughs) saruman did less damage to the middle earth economy it's true
1: <laughs> then quasi contacted I mean, Look, yeah. there's politicians out there. They'll tell you the best way to boost the economy is start a war. That's what he did. Yeah, start, started a war. He was
0: um, started industry. Yeah, you know it, it, those those Eureka weren't going to mind themselves. He's creating jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about his uh, taxing policy, uh, but I'm assuming it was backed up because Saruman's not stupid, Graham. No. He might be fucking evil, but he's not stupid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, he's he's the Jeremy Hunt of uh...
0: <laughs> Saruman, Saruman the massive hunt. Ah, uh, so Saruman via fracking. Yeah,
1: Saruman via fracking. So, um, yeah, basically the the whole point of that was that um, yeah, if you get injuries, it's okay because you can dig replacements out of the ground. And uh, yeah, you know, then lastly, you just have their, I guess, um, their physical stature and nature. they're Big old beastie boys, I think is the the uh, the technical term technical terminology. They were the most feared and formidable race of humanoids that lived in Middle Earth during the third age.
0: So would you say they're, they're Middle Earth Wookiees?
1: I guess they're the equivalent. They're a bit smaller and less yeah. hairy. It's if you if you shaved a Wookiee back back to shaving Wookiee.
0: You, you might get you might get in a but yeah, the thing with uruk any any creature bigger than the uruk is going to be incapable of playing football effectively. Yeah. Because you'd be looking at trolls at that point, and cave trolls didn't seem that clever.
1: No. Yeah, and then out- after that, you're not... And then I guess the only other kind of uh, race that is similar in terms of strength is probably the dwarves, but they have the height disadvantage. I think elves are probably the only ones that could... could uh give the uruks a run for their money in uh, Middle Earth football.
0: I just really want to play Blood Bowl now.
1: Yeah, although Blood
0: Bowl I've is never, not. I, yeah, we've talked about it yeah. before,
1: but I, I, it's so fucking complicated. Ridiculously so. If it was NFL with orcs, then I'd love it. But unfortunately, it's, oh, it's yeah. not. <laughs>
0: There's a couple of games like that where I'm glad they don't exist because I would spend all my time and money on them. One of them is that, yeah. like a Madden-style Blood Bowl game. Yeah. Um, and two is, so there was a Call of Duty game out a couple of years. I can't, I think it was the World War II reboot one. Yeah. Where one of the multiplayer levels was Army Men. Okay. So you were in a sand pit and you were green or tan army figures. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And if they had a whole game of a campaign of you playing as toy soldiers. Yeah. I don't understand why someone hasn't
1: done that before. It it feels right. I think there's a level of it in like the PlayStation One Toy Story game.
0: I think so. And there used to be like an army. There's a turret defense, like toy soldiers game. I think there might have been like a command and conquer style toy soldiers game as well, but I don't think there's been. At least not recently, like a proper first person shooter
1: no, and um so I'd be all over that bro let's let's get it made. the other one is if um so football manager, the football management simulator, which is notoriously in depth and all consuming if they did an n f l one of that because the idea of like designing your own plays and things and calling them from the sideline whilst building your team and trading and getting draft picks and all of the associated things oh, God, it would be yeah. fantastic yeah but then there's also that
0: there's a, there's a couple of games I also refuse to let myself play because I know I'll get into them
1: yeah so
0: Eve online
1: yeah that's been going for donkeys years has not it
0: oh yeah but it's my one of my favorite things games to read about that I never intend on yeah. playing because it will suck my life drive.
1: Yeah, it is one of those ones. I mean I had I had a similar experience with World of Warcraft. That it was just it was too much. Also a random fact, given we've had talks about awful politicians recent, uh, in in the very recent history of uh, this conversation. Um, I was reading a book the other day um, that talks about Steve Bannon. I think I told you this, but he started his career at a company which. um, Yes, you did, yeah. was basically a a Chinese based firm who paid minimum wage to people to play Warcraft, uh, farm really uh, rare in game items, and then sell them for real world money.
0: As you do, obviously.
1: All, All big world changing figures
0: had their start in World of Warcraft mining. That also is an immediate tangent back to mining for Uruk. It is. And we're back to we're Lord, back of, the to the Lord of the
1: Rings. So, yeah, uh, Saruman um, and his um, assistant manager, Sauron, are going to take the Uruks to the World Cup. And I anticipate that they will do extremely well, provided they don't, you know, behead anyone or eat any hobbits.
0: So, those were our choices. They were. And now we are on to the part of the podcast where we talk through our actual top three lists. So out of mine, I think I am going to go, I'm going to go Wonderland in at three. Yeah. Just because, f- you know, flair is important, but I think maybe it's the the rugby side of me coming out, which is prioritizing strength and aggression, but... Uh, number two, I'm going to go the mythical land of Australia with the Mad Max Wastelanders, and number one, it's it's the Wookies in it. I'm going Kashik. The Wookies in it. Kashik,
1: spelt with three Y's. Mm. Yeah. Why? 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 I'm going to go Oceania in third, just because I think that whilst uh, you could probably argue that you know, going down this dictatorial route could produce uh, a World Cup. I think, actually, if you look at some of the um, uh, some of the nations out there, we, we had the example of North Korea earlier. I mean, not necessarily the case. Um, although the people of Oceania might think that they've won the World Cup.
0: Oceania are the ones most likely
1: to celebrate winning a World Cup. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but the, the question is specifically winning. When were they actually <laughs> won it. Second place, I'm going to say... Isengard with the Urukai playing. Um, I think physically they'll do a great job, but football is, you know, it's a game of finesse, and I'm not sure how much the uh, how much the Uruk-hai have uh, finesse in spades. However, they do have a good manager and scout combination, so I think that does that does uh, give them a bit of an edge. And then in first place, um, the the uh, African nation of Wakanda. I just think as we spoke about the advances in technology uh, and the access to money um is going to probably give them the edge plus actually and also if you kind of look at some of the the uh, athletes they have in the movie they are they're big they're strong but they're nimble i think they've got the perfect kind of uh, characteristics to uh, to succeed they'd also have uh, would you
0: rather a Black Panther mascot or an Armoured Rhino mascot?
1: I think the Armoured Rhino one, because the Black, Pan- Black Panther's probably going to be playing. Oh yeah, true. So. true. I-,
0: I want to think that their kit would be just like your, obviously your stereotypical shorts and t-shirts, but made out of that material. <laughs> yeah.
1: Vibranium. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who's had some of the best international kits recent years you know full well that i don't <laughs> look up <laughs> look up the nigerian football shirts of of uh recent years they have been phenomenal just googling now oh wow that's a lot of green
0: oh wow yeah fair fucking play i like when uh countries kits kind of lean into like the the culture and traditions of things yeah those are all really good. fair pl- Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Fair play, Nigeria. If anyone wants to send us uh, Nigeria football merch... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've had listeners in Nigeria. We've had listens- listeners around Africa, but I don't think Nigeria. No. Fuck it. <laughs> Hello. My name is Future Ian. And on behalf of the podcast Nobody Asked For, I would like to apologise to the people of Nigeria. Having a look through our analytics, I discovered that we have in fact had one single solitary download from the great African nation of Nigeria. I was wrong to assume nobody there would have listened to us, and I should not have said what I said. To our one listener from Nigeria, a sincere thank you from the both of us. and perhaps you do work for the Nigerian Football Federation Graham and I would quite sincerely like a jersey but we like the kit that's the important thing you never know so those were our 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 personal top threes we will obviously come up with our official top three but for the the purposes of fantasy our fantasy podcast yeah so as as L- long-term listeners of the podcast may have heard before, Graham and I keep track of exactly <laughs> how many choices we've each had. And it's uh, basically fantasy football, but for podcast episodes. <laughs> so, for our fantasy scoring, what I'm saying we do is we actually have a tournament. Right. So, our top three picks we will have is the seeding. Okay. Wakanda and Kashik get a bye. Yeah. And then we will... So your three versus my two, my two versus your three, and we will vote. We'll get an Instagram vote going to see who gets through to the final and wins.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with that.
0: And then, and then the top three of that is what we will dish out the fantasy points on.
1: Okay. So we're saying Oceana versus Wonderland.
0: Uh, so it'd be Oceana versus Australia, Wonderland right.
1: versus Isengard. Oh, so you're doing two versus three. Yeah. Okay
0: and then we will we uh, we we will, we will, we, will come, we will come to the next round once we've done our official top 3. We will figure this out. <laughs> I just like the idea. Okay. Um so maybe there's an upset, who knows, you know? Might be another like Iceland run kind of thing. It'd yeah. be great. So, what do you th- what what do you see the top 3
1: being of uh fictional nations that could win a world cup? Um <sighs> See, I, I take... There's, there's a slight issue with um, Australia not being a fictional nation.
0: <laughs> That's, That is true.
1: <laughs> Unless uh, you want to really kind of buy into the conspiracy theory and convince me that you believe Australia doesn't exist. So, I mean, I will do anything for a point on a spreadsheet, <laughs> but...
0: We can just dub it the wasteland, if you prefer. <laughs> Cause I would say the wasteland of future post apocalyptic Australia is kind of a fictional country. But mm. but also noted <laughs> Australia, if we're being really pedantic, does exist. Yeah. But also Isengard exists in the hearts and minds of children everywhere. <laughs> so Wakandra and Kashik, I think, are definitely top three. Yeah. I think. For all of the reasons we have given before, I don't think we really need to explain why seven to eight foot tall wookies would be good at playing sport. Isengard, yeah. I mean, it does make sense. Also, very similar argument to uh,
1: to wookies, but if it's a
0: good argument, it's a good fucking argument.
1: Uh, yeah, as I think, as we we said, they're basically like shaved wookies.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's really what Tolkien was thinking about <laughs> when he wrote uh, Lord of the Rings. Which I'm very aware, for people listening, was written far before Wookiees. But also, Wookiees are from a long time ago. so Far, far away. Te- technically, Wookiees... <laughs> you know, if we're not being pedantic, like this whole Australia debacle. <laughs> so so you you would say, I'm assuming, then Kashyyyk, Wakanda, Isengard. Not necessarily that order, but that's your three.
1: Yeah, I think so. And then I think... Um... I think Wonderland's, like, the wild card. Yeah. Because Wonderland has the ability to... I think because of the variety of sort of skills that different players could bring to the table, you've got... You could game plan quite well with, with Wonderland. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. So just
0: take taking the Mad Hatter out of the game kind of
1: thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's... It's someone's actual birthday on the other team. So having him sing happy on birthday, everyone's not going to not going to fly.
0: Okay, yeah, fair, fair. I I do. I would I would like to I would like to see all of well, five of these actually play football. Who do you not want to see play football? I mean, Oceania, I think, would just be a bit sad. (laughs) And then, you know, rumours would start coming through that they they think they've won. Yeah, but it would still be it would still be interesting. Uh, so okay, so I or, orcs over Doof Warriors and Wasteland Warriors is what we're saying. Or what you're saying.
1: Well, I'm saying Urukai over Okay. Yeah. True.
0: Alright, so I will concede because I think I, I could argue about the whole Wasteland versus Urukai thing for a while. I personally think Yeah Wastelanders would be a more more likely to win than Isengard but i'm also very aware that any of my arguments can kind of be ruined by pointing to australia on a map and saying well it is there though isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah that so, that is the slight slight problem the other thing is that they they um i i would say the jury is out on how well they perform without vehicles and you can't take a vehicle onto a football pitch Apart from that mini radio-controlled car that brought out the ball for the... uh... That is
0: such a weird fucking thing we've decided is totally normal.
1: Yeah. I think it's because, like, Mercedes sponsored an event or something, right? So they just did a little remote-controlled Mercedes and drove it out. Yeah, I mean, that's the episode we should have done. Fictional vehicles, we want to deliver the World
0: Cup ball. Yeah. Optimus Prime? So we'll have a little Optimus Prime. Uh, Okay, all right, actually, no, no, fuck it. We'll... I I will concede... Fucking hell. As a lot of people in uh, Middle Earth did, I will concede to the uh, the Uruk high. Yeah. But we get a tiny little doof wagon. Okay. So the, the thing that the guitar player was on yeah. in Fury Road, and that delivers the, a tiny little one that delivers the ball. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm all right with that. Okay. And that, that leaves, uh, so I'd say Isengard 3. Yeah. Uh, so it is uh, pure primal strength and attributes or money and technology
1: yeah i do think the i th- i think wakanda have the edge purely on the the versatility of the sort of build of the players and the ability to have f- finesse i don't know that Wookiees have finesse
0: yeah i think i'd struggle to argue against that and and again we it, there are many things in sport where you have the more uh naturally gifted people coming across a team that has access to a shitload of money. And yeah. usually the money ends up winning out. So okay. I, I will I will I will allow this. So with w- Wakanda at one. Yep. And Kashyyyk at two. Yep. The, the this I, I realise that anyone listening to this, this is kind of just for me and Graham. <laughs> the the lowest seed still in. Yeah plays wakanda okay so we're kind of going like super bowl rules okay rather than brackets just to right make it fairer yeah yeah oh good right so the podcast nobody asked for is top three fictional nations that could win a world cup uh, number three, we have Eisengard. Number two, we have Kashik. And number one, we have Wakanda. And obviously, a tiny little doof wagon from Fury Road will be delivering the game ball to each of these games. Uh, if you agree with our choices, if you disagree with our choices, if there's any other fictional nations you would have picked for this list, you can find us on Instagram at the podcast nobody
1: asked for. If you want to. Talk to us on Twitter if it's still around. It may they may have shut it down by the time this goes out. Um, but if you'd like to find us there, it's nobody else for Pod with the number four. And you can find us the same place on Facebook and we also have a website thepodcastnoblice4.co.uk where you can find all of the links that we've spoken about thus far. And remember to leave us a review wherever you listen to this
0: episode and in the review put any future episode ideas you may have and we'll make sure we do the best ones. We also have Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash the podcast nobody asked for, where you can become a friend of the podcast. And as of next month, we will also be releasing a monthly bonus episode called Un- "The Podcast Nobody Asked For's undrafted. Yeah, podcast nobody asked for undrafted.
1: Something like Basically that. Basically called undrafted. It's called undrafted. It's it's new content. Uh, it's the first time we've done this. We thought um, we'd give it a go uh it's a completely new format and i think we've done before <sighs> how much do we give away listen i tell you what if you're really interested we've put out just before this one there's a short episode a non-episode where we've kind of gone a little bit of detail about what undrafted it's going to be so if um if listening to us rank things more more differently Differently and more uh, is interesting to you? Uh, then check it out. Check out the description, which is essentially going to be a bit of a trailer for it. And then, uh, yeah, sign up for Patreon. I believe that tier will be
0: from from two pound 2 two
1: pound fifty upwards. So
0: you will have access to uh, this content. Uh, the higher tiers, you get access to contribute to it.
1: Yep, which is always always fun. You can do yeah a few uh, extra things, and that's look less less than a. Price of a cup of coffee, which is the thing that people always confer you know, compare these things to, right? It's less than the price of a cup of coffee. Two so
0: two fifty is a lot less than the coffee I fucking buy. Yeah. Good old, good old, still kind of living in
1: London. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot less than a pint of beer as well. We would pay. Seven pound. Lot less than a pint of, a pint of, of beer. Day. Yeah. You if if you're
0: paying two fifty for a pint of beer, please tell us. <laughs> yeah. And we will come down
1: and visit. <laughs> so yes, right. Patreon, undrafted. Uh, Sign up, enjoy, and we'll see you over there. It's really, we're just a massive bunch of rankers. We are. Ugh, no one
0: asked for this.